Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's your favorites on your screens and in your ears again. It's the Big Five with Kevin Ty. We back again. This is yeah, episode yeah. three of this year. Uh, episode 18 all in all. And we're doing really well, man. Really, like you said last week, I think we're about at the six month mark if we're looking to put each episode per week. Um, so really doing well on the up and up. I'm really enjoying the kind of fluidity we're having with our, our show. There's a lot happening. There's a lot of interesting topics we're um, tackling. And like we said in the first episode of this year that we have quite a lot planned for this year, um, guests, notable guests. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, Tyler, man, good to see you again. Yes, sir. Uh, apologies. There was a technical difficulties with the past two episodes with the sound (laughs) this one should sound better we think uh that's on me don't blame our sound guy for that one that that's on me um but yeah man we're back we're back it feels good uh thanks tasty tev i appreciate it man as always you know I'm still working on a really, really <laughs> cool nickname for you. I was thinking like, just put balling terrific tie, but I was like, mm, that's a word pop. I need something that's going to really <laughs> stick and something that's going to get listeners and viewers to be like, you are, that's a top notch name. So, but how are you feeling, tie, mm, how are you feeling about uh, Tasty Tev though? <sighs> Not quite? It's, it's, a little it's bit? got some appeal, man. It means we're cooking something. It means we're cooking. Uh-huh. Okay, so okay. for for now, I think it'll stick. I think for now okay. it'll stick. Fair, fair. I play, like it. I can play. work with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so whilst I sit here, ponder, and try to think of a great nickname for you, how about you take us into the fun fact this week? Yes, sir. Okay. So we are going to be speaking a little bit of Valentine's Day, based mm-hmm. on the fact that we kind of just Valentine's Day would have just passed by the time we released this episode. And our fun fact is perhaps not so fun, but it is a fact um, about some of the um, kind of foundations of the actual holiday or celebration. So basically um, it was Valentine's day was initially a Roman fertility festival. um, And let me, let me read the, the, the fact. So it may be okay. difficult to believe, given how innocuous the holiday is nowadays, but the roots of Valentine's Day stem from a bloody pagan fertility festival dating back to the 6th century before Christ. Every year, between February 13 and 15, Romans celebrated Lupercalia by sacrificing animals and slapping women with their hides, which was believed to make them more fertile. Later, Britannica.com noted, the woman would be paired with men by lottery. So maybe not quite the most way, uh, most romantic way to find your significant other, but uh, hopefully the slapping with the hides is something that's in the past, (laughs) I guess. Yes, like, yeah, I think we're so oblivious to where these celebrations and notable uh, days on our calendar come from so thanks for that one um (laughs) something to to be done in every household i think (laughs) as we review and revise what our our valentine's day practices will be from this day going forward um wow yeah i'm i'm quite taken aback (laughs) that i would like to Uh, say though um on the big vibe we don't kink shame but uh that one might be a little bit uh (coughs) Beyond our scope. So. Yeah, that's, that's the end of the scale, yeah. guys. I think we it might just it be just a touch on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you know, Valentine's Day was always um, the notable day in the calendar, even at school. Um, people going out of their way to doing this loud and elaborate display of affection. Um, yes. Which makes me just think about a lot of things from back in the day. And it's mm. actually one of the questions that we ran this week. We asked you guys, what's one item, a thing, or a trend that you miss from 10 plus years ago? Mm-hmm. And we got quite a few reactions there. Thank you to those of you that participated. Let us know your opinion. Um, I'll start us off. I think the first one, or notable one, I remember seeing was BBM. Mm-hmm. If you guys uh-huh. remember good old BBM, man, you're also Chip right him. in between the 
Mixit days and the WhatsApp days, there was BBM, and everyone had like the baseline one. If you were elite, mm. you had like the the BBM or the black the bold. and gold, it was like the square yeah. one. But if you were a curved person, ah, the color range, bruh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 50, yeah. 50 bucks, and I think you got unlimited internet. For the for the we month, yeah. oh, unlimited, yeah, yeah. And I, what we I like, what I remember a lot about that is, um, obviously, you get your memories on Facebook now, and it's often yeah. like you're posting your pin or asking for pins. But I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember the names. You know, like uh, actually, Tasty Tev would have been a good one with like Bruh, emojis. And then have that emoji that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody listening should know what we're talking about here with those with the names, oh, the dollar signs, the emojis. Man, oh, good days, man. People are creative. I give people yeah. a lot of credit. I think like Ruben Salman, all of those guys had such really creative names. So, mm. credit to you boys. Credit to you boys. And another entry of our um, feedback from the question this week was Wii U. Yeah, yeah, Wii like U? the Wii, the Wii um, like W. I I U, yeah. I think it's the the sport, like the remember the the game that you would play. Um, yeah, I think this was like right when we were looking and... to start getting kids to be more active. So there was the whole conspiracy that kids only want to stay indoors and not have any balance in their lives by going out to play mm. sports of any kind. And then we came on the scene, and there was the tennis. I don't know, everyone loved. There was the boxing. Kept you active. It was apparently so hard. Uh, uh. You could never beat that guy. Um, I think there was golf as well. So yeah, yeah, we was fun at the time, man. I definitely um, remember playing that at a couple people's houses. We had uh, Mario and Super Mario, which is obviously such a sick one. Um, I think there was a movie that's also coming out now. I haven't. Whose voice is it? Chris Pratt. I think it's Chris Mm. Pratt. Yeah, exactly. Can see where that one goes. For our nostalgia purposes, we should all look to buy a ticket for the, the cinema experience and see how closely they align into the game. Um, yeah, interesting. Hopefully it's as successful, like, in kind of doing the storytelling mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like, I hear The Last of Us is doing that really well from the show series in fire. comparison to the game. Yeah, I need to get that's on fire. board there, man. That's fire. You got to watch it. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers, but it's fire, dude. You got to watch it. <laughs> I need to see that. I need to see that. And then Cartoon, oh, Cartoon Network, man. Great shout. Yeah, yeah. Cartoon Network just isn't the same anymore, man. Back in our day, I remember back in the day, like, especially late at night, uh, you'd have to wait up quite late to see Wacky Races. Yeah, yeah, that was a late, that was that was a late night show. A really, really good one for me. Uh, Johnny Bravo, Courage, Powerpuff Girls was in thing. Um, I think I might do be you remember? Do yeah? you remember like kind of, um, I would say like late, for us it would be late age Cartoon Network, but the time of like Codename Kids Next Door, Megas Ooh. XLR, Ooh. you know, I... I I felt like that's when they really, I really that loved Cartoon peak. Network when I was a bit younger, but like it started becoming peak, like when those kinds of shows came on, but always at the most challenging times to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like it was never like an easy early <laughs> time to watch that. So it was always yeah, on at like 12 like, or like, oh, exactly. Put it on when you know, we're going to be home man. like, uh, I think that's why mm. um, shows like Dragon Ball Z did so well because you knew after school, Five o'clock after your granny was done watching Days of Our Lives or whatever it was, right the perfect after the dub comes on and he's busy. Hey, get you ready. <laughs> hey. Get you ready for the show before for he real. says goodbye. Uh, yeah, so that, that was actually such a good time. And I, I don't think shows these days, I also think that um, cartoons these days are a lot uh, more centered, not only for kids, but for adults as well, young adults, yeah. which is... yeah quite strange sometimes when you watch some of the shows like the regular show as an example they're just so many adventure time um, yeah themes that would go over kids heads but yeah. as an adult you'd be like whoa yeah, damn, yeah. that's dark bro mm. yeah i agree i agree but <laughs> yeah no i think it's i think it's um like you said it's quite true uh, but i think we're also in a different age right now with uh streaming mm. services and stuff and uh, youtube being what it is like 
they can make these kinds of things a lot more accessible. Um, maybe I should actually do some market research and actually speak to some of my middle school students and ask them kind of mm. what, but I, they're very much into gaming now. It's like Minecraft and that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah, uh, let me check and see what I can come back with. Mm. Nah, that's, that's a proper proper shot. And I think we, we've got a few more um, answers if you want to jump through those quickly. Yeah, um, one of the cool ones that I heard was, uh, or that I read, should say, was uh, Comedy Central. Uh, I kind of felt that oh, was a nice bridge. Yeah. You know, like when we were, when I'd say high school was when Comedy Central was, was, was kind of at its peak. Um, and yeah, I felt like that was a cool, a cool network to have for, for that kind of in-between phase. Um, yeah. And then the last one, quite funny. So the question is, what item from 10 plus years ago would you bring back? And somebody said, me. It has been all downhill since then. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true, man. Let's say after, like, after 25, bro, it's downhill because now everything starts to ache, pain. You had so many aspirations about getting into the working world and now Mondays are like, do I have to go to work? Man? When's my next pay time off? Mm, Good rough, man. Sure. Adulting. They say it's the biggest scam in the world. Yeah, I, 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 I think. Yeah, I think I hear that. I think I hear that. Um, but start a podcast if you have nothing to do. It's easy, they say. Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let me give my two shouts that I had from two from ten years ago. Um, multiplayer games. That's the first one that I felt. Oh, um, great! Yeah, great just a split screen session. Mm. Um, a FIFA. I mean, I know you can play online with your mates now, and maybe I'm underappreciating it because I don't. We didn't really have that life growing up. I know a lot of my students spend lots of time um, gaming together, but ain't nothing like a good old uh, Left 4 Dead, uh, you know, mm. kind of Halo session with the mates mm. late nights. Mm. That is um, nice. And my second one from ten plus years ago would be. Young Money, Lil Wayne, Wheezy, because I remember that guy for high, for me in high school was prime, prime, prime. So I miss that. Bring him back from 10 years ago. Mm. And lyrically, man, Lil Wayne lines were just like, what? Um, I Dirty, think I recall filthy. his track was Drake, She Will. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Top tier. Every single lyric there is just like, what? 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 Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, he's yeah. proper. He's proper. <laughs> Honestly. And that's, yeah, like you say, I miss genuine rap. Where you, it doesn't have to be too woke. Like, I think mm. that's kind of the, the scales these days. You're either like super woke and you're like Kendrick, where I must pause the track every five seconds and be like, did you get that line, bro? Did you get that line? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah no. There's, I feel there's you, some yeah. innuendo there that you... Or double entendre that you didn't pick up on. Yeah, or yeah. it's just like mumble rap that's got a really sick beat, but it yeah. it's it's nothing lyrically. So yeah. yeah, Wayne was perfectly in the middle there. Great beats, lyrical content that was yeah. Yeah, yeah. surpassing everyone at the day. So proper shots. I think yeah. for me as my two um I must getting gifts in Simbature packets, bro. Where the Tazos, hey. where the collectibles. <laughs> Ah, Tazos. For anyone that didn't go through that phase, man. Every, you missed out. I think it was a weekly or a monthly thing where uh, Simba would put in Tazos. I think it started with like Pokemon Tazos first and, and then yeah. evolved from being like a plasticky round circular disc to, to a metal, metal one. one. Oh, Dragon Ball Z characters. And the Those point were of the objective was to try and flip Make over flip. your opponent's token. Ah, oh, yeah. man, great times. Was sick. Marbles. Marbles are actually a, a really cool second second place there. Um, yeah. What else do I miss, man? Oh, I'm going to say the Spurs song, man. They've remixed that thing a lot, and I the don't OG. like the new version. <laughs> but OG Spur. Ah, uh, they'd collect everyone in the, in the restaurant, come to you, and you'd be like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And then you got an airplane. Looking over there, Nick. And you get that guy. 
Everybody on this day. Everybody on this day. Today is Tyler's birthday. Today is Tyler's birthday. Say ho, ho, yeah, hey, happy birthday. And they kept the that off with that smiling clown thing with the sparkler. Yeah, yeah. Ah, they just don't do birthdays like that anymore. So those are my two <laughs> things. Okay. I definitely wish um, I had back. Let me ask you a question quickly, just to go back to the the Tazos and and the marbles. I don't know what it yeah. was like in your in your hood, your your uh, primary school, but for us, yeah. we we had seasons. Every year, you could rely on. There would be a phase where it would be Tazos, and then it would be phased out, and then it would turn into marbles, and then it would be phased mm. out. And we also had tops with the rope, the string Ooh. that you put around oh, the yeah. top. Yeah. Did it happen at you guys as well that you kind of had seasons for all of these things? We did, and we even throw in a Beyblade there, man. And we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, when you're feeling you in the <laughs> in the arena. in the octagon. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, <laughs> but it definitely was seasonal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, that was the thing when it was break yeah. time. If you weren't playing soccer or open gates or anything of that sort, or fly, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Those were definitely the go-to's, and I, I remember. I think later on in primary school, so marbles always used to be okay. Cool, I'll hit your marble, you hit my marble. But then yeah. we evolved into started playing bricks. Yes, to, with the two almost fingers, like you have to elimination rounds. and people used to play when close Gutters? enough to your marble, and they hit you with stulo and scare yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And Nick's judge my style was probably <laughs> the worst because people started getting out of hand, man. Yo, what was a simple stoolo here? Nick's judge my style. I remember one time I was playing and this guy was like, ah, Nick's judge my style. And he threw my marble across the field, man. And where am I going to find it? There's no chance I'm going to get it back. So, yeah, Nick's judge my style is the one trick that shouldn't be allowed in marbles for anyone that's on the board of marbles in the world. I love that. I love that. That's so cool, man. It's really cool to know like it was kind of um, universal, you know, like what we Mm. were doing at our primary school was also happening across across the pond, you know. I mean, not across the pond because we weren't that far apart, but... Yeah. I think that's so sick, man. Um, I miss those nice, days. I like, that's a great start to the episode. Really, really cool. Um, <laughs> so now let's jump into our accountability catch-up. Yes. Um, you have a you very wanna... notable one. I think I think we should run run with you first. You are the headline act this okay. week. Um, okay, okay. For anyone that wasn't a part of our shows this year, could you just give some light as to what your accountability practice yeah. is. So I, I, I mentioned that I wanted to start a, uh, initially called it a blog. I probably will still stick to it being a blog, but it's more actually a central point for all the kind of content and stuff that I've created. Um, uh, so, and then we, I said that I'd like to write in it weekly. And I said in the yeah. first episode of the year that I was building the website. And then I, I mentioned that um, I think, it actually is in the bio for last week's episode. Yeah. So if you want to check out the websites and I started a, uh, like a Twitter account, Instagram account, everything that goes with it. Um, so yeah, I started that thing. It's called, uh, just another backpack. And the idea behind that is basically how I wanted to like have an analogy or like draw parallels between, you know, having a backpack what it means to carry your backpack and making the choices and the selections when it comes to to having a backpack, right? You can't just carry yeah. everything with you. You have to be a little bit practical. And it's kind of like in life, we our backpacks change, um, our lives change, we learn lessons, we, we, we forget things, we put things in. Um, so yeah, by now at this point, there should be maybe two or three posts up by now. I wrote just the one that explains it. Then I wrote one about what we spoke about, about um, people playing certain roles in your life. That one's also published at this point. And the third one is an Arsenal one, um, being an Arsenal fan in 2023 and why that is so great. Something we might touch on a little bit later. Um, Yes. So, yeah, it's up and running. I feel like I'm keeping my accountability um, plans in check. Pretty happy with it. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, so thanks for giving me the space to use our pod to to, to plug it a little bit. Uh, it, uh, but I will also say, on that page, 
I plug yeah. the pod. Like there's a pod on the website. If you scroll down under more stuff, it actually has the big vibe and then it pulls people there. And then it has like a photography website, like where you can see like pictures that I've taken. Yeah. Um, so I do plug the pod as well. So I got you. Selfless, guys. selfless. This guy, he's like that bag. If you see the bag, if you're watching this on YouTube and you see there's the bag behind him, that's what Tyler is. He's absolute gold, guys. This man isn't just giving us great lyrical content. He's not just giving us great audio content, but he's giving us great life lessons as well. So really, go check that out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the man's going to keep us updated, giving us, mm-hmm. yeah, great content. Um, For sure. And we just look forward to, to reading so much more. Like, like I mentioned last time, um, it's such a relatable topic that you decided to touch on. Um, and I think it's, it is, as you said, evergreen. Um, mm. It's something that will happen. It's something that has happened. Um, so to have almost like a reference point for us to go back to kind of um, digest and try and make sense of the situations yeah. um, that every one of us are in. That's Thank you for right. that. Um, my accountability, I said I was continue going to be working on DaVinci Resolve. Um, so getting a few more insights into it, um, especially with the motion graphics part. So I, I saw quite a few tutorials that I'm looking to put into practice. So hopefully mm-hmm. I can do like a five second, 10 second animation, even if it's a small one and I can mm-hmm. maybe put that on our socials or something to that effect. Um, but for this week, I tried to do something different on the creative front. Uh, so I also spoke about getting into creative writing and looking to use that as an um, expression, a form of expression. Yeah. So like I've it. written a short poem. I'll dedicate it to my wife in relation to Valentine's Day. Nice um, yeah, this is bold, man. I'm not great with words and poems, so... You got this, this is all for you, you guys. This. this is all for you guys. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So I'll jump straight into it. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? But how and in what way? For the words don't do justice, nor could they accurately convey the love and admiration which I hold so dear that flows like streams of gratitude towards your welcoming ear. Your presence is big and warm as the sun, a year on from I do's, and we've only just begun. With the 14th of Feb come, coming up, what more can I say? If flowers truly are the order of the day, then you're the hydrangea bouquet that brightens up any day. Wow. That's me, man. That's me. Have one of those. I think this is, this is how they, <laughs> they clap for po- poetry, right? That's like the, that's the thing. Wow, snaps, Tim, that's snaps, snaps. Incredible. Lisa, I hope you enjoyed Thanks. that. <laughs> that was really cool. Nice. You wrote that all. Sure. I know, obviously, Shall I Compare Thee is, is a famous yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah, I needed, but the I needed rest, some, something to start off with. So The rest all you? Remember that, man. Oh, the rest all me, man. The you sure? Yeah, no, no Ghost Chat Riders? GPT there. Yeah, no ah. Ghost Rider Drake's there. Wow, that's a <laughs> nice one, boy. That's Thanks sick. And also, platform, I must man. just... Of course, I must also just commend you. It's not easy, you know, no matter how... No matter what size people um, think of of the blog, you know, I mean, of the mm. of the pod, right? It's it's maybe yeah. it's not a huge huge thing um, at this point, or whoever knows, whatever. But to put yourself out there like that, it takes real courage, my G. You know that, like we, you remember the first time we posted the the first pod? It was it's your. It's, it's like scary. And then Your the first time, like, yeah. And then I posted when I first posted the blog and it's, it's challenging. So well up to you, my G for reading that out, that it, that's not a, a easy thing. And I think people take it lightly, but you ask people to stand up and recite a poem that they just haven't even written. They'll struggle. So that's sick that Appreciate you did it yourself, that. man. Really Thanks, well man. done. Thank really you well for done. giving me the platform. Hopefully I can continue to work on that, get a little better. And then yeah. maybe a poem becomes a short story, becomes a screenplay. And yeah. next thing you know, you're not just listening to the big vibe. You're watching it because there's a series hey. about the big vibe. Stop just animation saying, man, plans, vibes. Plans are in place. Plans they are. are they place. are. So um, <laughs> after that wonderful poem, I, I think I might know your feelings already based on the content of your poem. But let's let's uh, let's spitball some ideas on on our thoughts 
on Valentine's Day. Just yeah. in general. I mean, we spoke about Christmas when it was around. We shared uh, what we like, what we didn't like. So how's about you run me through what's your general Pros feeling towards the day? Pros and cons, mm. that kind of thing. I'll speak again about commercialization of the day. Uh, similar to Christmas, we, we spoke about that being kind of an, a negative um, is how much people get away with a card being a normal card. But if as soon as I attach it to Valentine's Day, I include the word love, suddenly it goes from being 10 pounds to being a 20 pound card, as an mm-hmm. example. But yeah, um, I, I do like the fact that maybe people don't necessarily take love or um, a day out to show and express their love for, for their partners or this secret admirer that you might have for people that aren't in relationships. Um, I do appreciate that it's at least one day a year that people make an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but as um, cliche as it sounds, every day should be a Valentine's Day. Um, but I, I do think to make it your own, I think it doesn't yep. necessarily have to be on the day, but you can choose a few days or some time just to set aside so you can have some quality time with your significant other. I think that's mm. really important. If your partner loves flowers, definitely make an effort to get their flowers. If they're a cards mm-hmm. person, um, yeah, I think Valentine's Day should look to best express your significant other's um, Love language. So yeah, love language was yeah. the thing I only came across, I think, about a year or so ago. And I believe it's um, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. Um, acts of kindness. Sure. Acts of kindness. And then I don't know what the last one is. Yeah. So yeah. for the listeners and viewers out there, maybe do the quiz. There's so many online free quizzes. They are. To find yeah. out what your love language is as well as your significant others. You can get them to do that. But yeah, if they love words of affirmation, shower them with that. Write them notes. Write them cards. Yeah. Don't just yeah. do it on the 14th. You guys have so much liberty to do it. Um, yeah. 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 No, I agree. I agree. Go. I think, what about you? I think, um, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, you know, it's very easy to turn cynical and be like, oh, yeah, commercialization and everything. But, I, you know, you sometimes just have to extract what what what's, what good there is there. Um, yeah. Obviously, we know prices are inflated um, and so on and so forth. Roses are more expensive than they ever are. I think I remember reading that the, um, when I was doing some research for this episode that, like, Oh, it's like 750 million cards are sold in the U.S. alone. Um, so it's a lot. It's big money, of course. Yeah. And um, but I, I do think it goes beyond that. And I think, like you said, like making it your own is quite cool. Um, and and yeah, if it's just an excuse to go on a date with your significant other, I don't see the problem with that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be on the day if you think it's uh, a bit pricey or whatever the case, or if it's not really within your means. But I do think it, it's a nice moment to be able to 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 share. Uh, you know, like you said, yeah, sure, every day should be Valentine's Day, but we do get caught up in life, and it's 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 a good excuse for mm. us to to actually express how we feel about one another. So, ah, yeah, I think so true. I think yeah. that's and a good gestures. One. Are you a big gesture guy? Can you recall anyone, be it yourself or anything you've read about, of someone doing some massive gesture for valentine's day that's kind of stuck out for you it's just like a wow um, these are the extents that people go to maybe if i were to think you know you always see like the kind of hot air balloon stories you see that mm. kind of stuff um i would say to an extent i am a gesture guy um i i think it can be nice but i don't think you always have to do it um but you i think you have to do to do something and i think sometimes we mistake gestures for for spending a lot of money um so like if you are somebody who buys your partner lots of gifts for me a big gesture would be to hand make a card right because Mm. it's so far out of your norm that that that's what actually makes the the whole thing stand out is that yeah it's not that you spend more money than you usually did it's that 
wow, I actually wasn't expecting this kind of thing. Or like if you are, um, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, or if, if you don't eat a specific food, but you know, your significant other loves it. Um, you book a restaurant to go do that. You know what I'm saying? I think those are the, I think that's the thing with gestures is you have to understand that a big gesture is not necessarily financial, but it should come from, Mm, not making you feel uncomfortable, but from a space where it, it's it's kind of out of the ordinary almost. Um, what about you? You're a big gestures, tasty tev kind of guy. What's what's the styles here? I mean, you just read a poem on 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 a on a on a, on a, blo- on a podcast for your wife. I don't know if it gets bigger than sure. that, but yeah, sure, tell me. Yeah, man. I think previously I I I would um, kind of use societal um, trends as a reference point like okay you must do the flowers you must do the card and the the big um ferrero rocher or lint or whatever it is and it must be this very grand or elaborate thing that Mm. um is reserved solely for this day and then a birthday as an example but yeah um, i think i've paid more attention as to what um lisa's love language is and playing into mm. that and also like you said making it special in our own way um mm. big notable gesture doesn't necessarily have to equal monetary spend you can literally mm. have a let's call it a fine dining night in with us um speaking quite a few times about uh getting into culinary um yeah, practices yeah. and trying new recipes and doing that kind of thing i think that's a, a really nice way to make a romantic night uh, back home you yeah. had escom playing your through ball when you had <laughs> candlelit dinners whether you wanted it or not so playing <laughs> into these kind of things um does help and just making yeah like i said setting setting time aside to have um quality time with your your person whether that's indoors outdoors wherever that is just getting that yeah. quality time i think too yeah, yeah. Oh, i like that time together I like I like that. So yeah. now, now we spoke about the nice things. Um, I think I, I, on some episodes, I'm going to be introducing a segment uh, of the show that we will be calling, I don't know. I mean, I know we have I read it first, so maybe we'll yeah. just run with that for this. So I found a question, right? And you yes. know, like sometimes people uh, want to be single over Valentine's Day. It can be expensive. <laughs> There's lots of theories as to why it can be expensive. It can be that you actually want to go on that because um, maybe people are feeling a little bit more vulnerable. You get real dogs out there that are trying these things. Mm. But the Reddit question that I came across is called, what's a shallow reason you used to justify not dating someone? And I just found five answers, five answers Mm. that really stood out to me here. The first one, and I, I want you to tell me how you feel about this, if you think this is a good enough reason to break up with someone, okay? So the first one was, not sure what it's called, but when someone smiles and they have big gums. <laughs> I've heard about this quite a few times. They're like, mmm, mmm. Petty, petty. But I understand. But, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always say you have a childish smile when your teeth are like that big and uh, uh, uh. gums. Uh, I understand. I don't condone it, but I understand. <laughs> Fair enough. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Um, the second one, this will be a 100% a deal breaker. She cleaned her ears with the keys to her car. Nah, 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 nah. We're done. We're done. That, There's no I don't way think she that's can come shallow. back from that. Oof. I don't think that's no, shallow. No, you can't even come back from that. That's the, like that's nasty. That's that's, that's having good um, morals and set yeah. values as a person. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's kind of like if you can do that, what else can you do? Exactly. And out of all items, you've gone for the car keys. No, I've seen some people like, use pins, and yeah, that's a bit closer to an earbud, but it's still keys, pretty man. nasty. But car keys, it ugh. is. It is. Let's number three. Um, this one killed me. She had a hole in her sock and her toe popped out. Her toenail was really long and it freaked me out. I couldn't get over it, which is a shame because she was an amazing person and pretty hot. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Again, this is something that was through the you, sock. Man. Just through the sock. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Take note of me. You can use that to like point out. <laughs> no. My dude, I think I think you, you did well there. I got I you. you I well. got you. <laughs> On a similar note, what also kind of bugs me sometimes is have, have you seen like sometimes when people's feet kind of creep over their their pluckies <gasps> like they like they hang your life. Can't I can't deal with that. I can't. I Yo, I don't know. That, no, 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 no. That's why feet, man. I I always been by a rule like as a dude, if you are there are prerequisites to you wearing flip-flops outside of the house. Mm-hmm. One, you're living in a coastal town. Two, you're over yes. the age of 50. What's the <laughs> third one? <laughs> there was a third one that made a lot more sense. It has to go with the look. So don't be one of those guys that are wearing a three-quarter with slops or a suit yeah, yeah, yeah. any kind of smart cash look. Yes, jeans, no, jeans, jeans and mm. flops, jeans and no, flops. Man. No, I man. think uh, that's that's. Also, uh, wash your flops, man. There's so many people with Havianas that look like they've tricked the Great Wall of China. Hey, they've been around nah, the block, man. Please, man, come on. Yeah, do pride. better, do please. better. Okay, number four. Um, I kind of agree with this one. I don't think this is petty, but uh, watching reels on her phone with sound while I'm asleep in bed. Yeah, you're not a considerate person, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I kind of feel, I kind of feel the same way. It's just like you can do better. You can do better than that. Um, yeah, you know, come on, sit, sit, the, sit the bar, but a bit higher than that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, somebody's a golden. She's. Mm, and then the final one, the final one. Um, I, I, I immediately thought of you when this, when I read this one. So just hear me out. Oh, I, I wonder if you could do a bad thing. Go. <laughs> I used to think dating a girl that is taller than me was not acceptable, which as a short guy is severely limiting because for whatever reason, short girls like tall guys and a surprising number of tall girls like short guys. Can you attest? Short kings, bro. Short kings. Short this kings, is our it's your time. We've actually, <laughs> walked into our blessings. Um, short kings, all of you out there, us with like a gnome profile, you know, you can sit in your garden, that kind of thing. But... Honestly speaking, short kings, don't overthink it. Mm. It's, it's one of those gifts that has come our way. I think jump on it. Um, yeah. Don't be too self-critical, man. I know yeah. I was like, yeah, since I'm so short, I must now find someone that's either my height or shorter than me, which, like this person said, can prove quite quite tough. I mean, Because they want uh, tall, that, guy, tall guys. That's, that's true. That's what they want. Everyone wants an NBA player. And if you're not an NBA <laughs> player, then you have to be like the Hulk. So uh, it's not leaving me a lot to work with. Um, but I found my niche. So oh yeah, you did. To all okay. the short kings there. You guys there we go. Up enough. We we I saw, I saw a thing the other day. Um, what what was it? Um, uh, woman with woman with the uh, woman dating short kings. Remember to lock the door. The hawks are hunting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to all the tall, disrespect. Tall <laughs> Short Kings, man. Own it, bro. Own it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. One. I think that, that was quite a cool that's little section. That's such a cool thing that you found. Again, yeah. Reddit. Oh, you have all Reddit the best comes through, man. Reddit comes Reddit through. Reddit has you. something for everyone, honestly. Yeah. It's an amazing. Um, it's much like um, Twitter in that you need to kind of tailor it and. Yeah. Um, shape it into what you need it to be but i think if you don't have time for that just come to the big vibe we got you we 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 got we, you. we, we like we you like guys. yeah yeah um and then teb we got to yeah. get serious just for, for a quick moment here for a quick moment Oof. okay and i think this is within the theme of love and um you know etc etc and uh yeah, it's been something on my mind now. Last week we spoke about uh, the Premier League. We spoke about yeah. transfer season. We spoke about all these things. Unfortunately for us, our timing was like two days short. Yeah, because yeah. the next day, I think actually the very next day, um, the Premier League brought up charges uh, against Manchester City for breaking financial fair play rules uh allegedly 115 or so counts of um i don't want to go into too much detail but just for those of you that don't know manchester city um is now allegedly being accused by the premier league of um 
breaching financial fair play rules, which basically are there to balance the scales between the rich and the um, not as rich clubs. They did this in the form of like like shadow sponsorships, um, contracts that weren't in the books, um, kind of like things like that, um, which to be fair to Man City, I think happens more than we realize. But the Premier League has gone big with this and they've mm. come out and they've they've I think they have intentions of doing something. Otherwise, why would they bring it up? My question is this, not, I don't want to know your feelings on specifically or on the accusations or whatever. I want to know as a fan who I would guess loves his club, although your loyalty is questionable when it comes to football, but as a fan who I guess loves his club, how did the story make you feel? Uh, I'd like to plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was, it was kind of, um, I wouldn't say it was a shock. Because given that last year or two or so years ago, there was the UEFA, UEFA. cash scandal. Um, that was obviously the talk of the town at the time. Um, this, I think, is a whole different kettle of fish. Mm. The level or the extent of the accusations are severe. Like, yeah. I think if City is found guilty of this, they need yeah. to throw the book at City. I mean, mm-hmm. there's talk about um, Premier League expulsion and that the Championship might not even have an obligation to take them on, so meaning League Two. Um, fines, there's talk about titles being stripped, etc., 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 and point deductions. So it was kind of a... So I wouldn't say it was a shock. It was um, a really... Sad mm-hmm. um, outcome, or at least um, event to see happen. I think for City, so and this is going to sound very biased, but there's always been chat about the original top four, top six. You know the mm. established teams with mm. all the history in the world, as guys like to put it, the yeah. ones that are the the hallmark of English football. Mm. So we we'll say <clears throat> Arsenal, um, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs. Um, I'll even throw Newcastle in there. Or Everton and or something like that. For yeah. decades upon decades upon decades, there's always been the established form. Yeah. Uncontested. They're just going to vary in terms of where they finish. But these are the people yep. that can spend all the money. They can get in the right player, right manager, etc. Build their facilities. And I think <clears throat> in the takeover with City in at the end of 2009, that brought yeah. a bit of a change to the regular um, running of the, of the league. And yeah. I think Gary never made a, a very good point in the overlap on Sky. And he said, look, okay. I understand that revenue, there's two approaches to it for running a team successfully. Um, you can spend the revenue that you make and that funnels yeah. in. This gives you now an option to buy more players, get the best managers, upgrade your facilities, get in the recruitment that you need to um, being the notable characters or members with this expertise, lawyers, whatever, whatever. And the other option is to have your fund or your owner fund the team. So with whatever um, cash they have on hand, they're able to invest that into the team. Now, he did did a great example of saying, if a Blackpool or a Grimsby were to follow the model that United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool – do where they invest their revenue into the club, you can only get yes. to a certain ceiling. That's it. Yes. If I'm in Division 4 and I just invest everything that I've gotten from my ticket sales, my shirt sales, my food that I'm selling on the day, I'm going to make a profit, but it's not going to be astronomical. Enough. I'm not going to go yeah. into the Premier League and buy Jao Cancelo. It's not yeah. possible. It just isn't yeah. realistic at all. So there needs to be some kind of allowance for owners to fund their teams but in saying that there needs to be a level of um compliance and some kind of middle ground in which people can invest i think that should be the way in which you we move so that there is a an opportunity for smaller clubs to Mm -hmm. challenge the current 
hierarchy yeah. of English football. Yeah. So the news so, was disappointing for me. Um, I do think it's going to carry on for years and years and years and years. Mm. It's always going to be the city of cheats, city of the, yeah. the chic daddies yeah. of the club, and ah, they're just Let lucky me, if they. Can I ask you this though? Can I ask you this? So, would you then, um, as a city fan, the club that you love, would you? What would be a if if they're found guilty on all accounts or on even on fifty percent of the accounts, which is like fifty occasions, right? What would you think would be a fair? This retrospective title thing is rubbish. I don't think that's yeah. a. I, I, don't I don't agree that, with it. But what is a fair punishment? That makes in much this sense. Case? I would say transfer ban. Call it two seasons, not two windows. Two seasons transfer ban. Expulsion from the league. Sounds severe. <laughs> There's even a song now about it. City going down with a billion in the bank. City going <laughs> Could go down with a billion in the bank. See Haaland if he stays around to score 600 goals in a season. That kind of thing. It makes for great entertainment, I'm not going to lie. Um, but seriously, I think um, transfer ban, a fine, and... Possibly relegation, possibly championship. Okay, okay. Um, I think for a lot of the City fans, like, and now I'm talking to City fans who are there since birth, those yeah. guys are like, you know what, I don't mind. I yeah. think if we found guilty, we go down with the team, that's fine. We'll yeah, start again. Yeah. We were there before. It's not like we have no yeah. experience in it already. We went down, not only championship, but down further. League 2, and we can yeah, come up, yeah. up again. But yeah. the fact that... I think in a positive that will then filter out the not the mm. what do you call it the, the plastics is yeah 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 um, <laughs> but understandably there needs to be um, justice brought to um, to city if all of these allegations are proven true and I think yeah. notably not only city I think there needs to be deep investigation into everyone in the Premier League. Yeah. It's the Super League. Yeah. You and I spoke about this previously. It is the Super League. It's where there are crazy amounts of money being splurged around and I don't I don't think it should be a tit for tat like, oh look, you guys are pointing all fingers at City. Have a look at yourselves. What about Chelsea? Yeah. What about yeah. Liverpool? Yeah, what yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think there needs to be a lot more or a lot better governance of finances just in general around the Premier League. Well, the timing does seem quite peculiar. Not peculiar. Firstly, I, I think and maybe we're talking about this longer than we planned and it's not so Valentine's Day. But anyway, we can do what we want. I think it's peculiar in a couple of ways in that <clears throat> I feel like uh, the Premier League is a brand in itself, right? And they are kind of taking a risk with this whole thing because if they they can't just give a fine because fining City is like pouring water on a duck, right? It's going to have no impact. There's actually no realistic amount of money that you could find City that would uh, really cripple them. And I mean, if you're talking like a billion pounds, it's different, but they'll never they'll never become a fine that big. So the finding thing doesn't make sense to me so much. Um, the transfer ban, I think, okay. I think where it's also peculiar is that I think they feel confident that they can get them. This investigation has been going on for like four years. Yeah. And because it's a brand and they need to protect themselves, they'll look like fools if 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 it comes out, like if City manages to, to, to get out of it, right? I think the Premier League itself, which is the biggest brand in, in sport, I would say, um, it really won't look good. So I think they're confident that they can get them. But the other thing that made me think is quite peculiar is that it, it does also feel like a warning shot to the Chelsea's, although Todd Bowley as a capitalist will want to make money. City, sometimes it feels like they can just sink money because that's not where they get their money from. But I think at some point, Todd Bowley's going to want his money back. So it's maybe a little bit different. But it feels like a warning shot to like, okay, so Newcastle, your new owners, be careful. This is what can happen. There's a uh, Qatar is looking into buying Man United. If that yeah. comes through, it's like, be careful. This is what can happen. Um, you know, even Todd Bowley as an American capitalist, be careful, mate, like we, we're serious about our punishments. And it kind of just feels like the two things happening at the same time kind of makes sense to me. Um, I think what you said is fair. If it is true, I think 
I hate to say it because they actually do make the Premier League a better place, but they should be relegated. Um, a season down seems fair. Expulsion from the from the whole league. I think that means going back down to League Two. That's that's harsh. But again, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But hmm. I just wanted to chat to you and just ask you your your kind of feelings on that. You know, yeah, I think the, I think it uh, is a bit of a witch hunt slightly. I think mm. City have always been, and under, I, I understand there being a look into it, and I understand a lot of rival fans are like, ah, you guys just have this endless pot of money, seemingly where you can just buy everything, and yeah. I, I do think that in order to be successful, you have to spend money, one hundred percent. Yeah. And again, our conversation of last week was if you have the means, you're going to do it. If I yeah. gave you, Tyler, the Arsenal manager, he has 400 or he has 365 million pounds going by 10 players, you're going to do it. You're yeah. going to be like, mm, yeah. actually, I'll save that. I'll take the 50 mil, 50 mil player yeah. and I'll keep that. Yeah. But yeah, I do think there needs to be a big level of scrutiny across the entire Premier League. Um, but yeah, there's, I guess, one of those lessons where. Be found guilty, get relegated, have the transfer mm. ban, whatever yeah. it is. I think the plus side is that tickets will be cheaper. I'd be able to buy cheaper, t- <laughs> <laughs> cheaper tickets. Fair play, but you're going to go watch them play. Away. Nice. Ah. I would have to play Spurs away and not score in the stadium for five years. So there are, <laughs> there are benefits. There are benefits to this, man. Oh, nice one, nice one. Okay. So that was that was cool. I enjoyed that chat. So so let's do the last thing. Uh, not a wholesome moment this week, but a quote that I found. Um, on mm. the theme of kind of love, we also got to know that there are, I hate to say it, but there's haters out there. who Hater aid. Um, they are who they they, they, they they do what they do and it's no problem. But I just wanted to um, actually there's two quotes that I think will go hand in hand here. Um, yeah. that I think will really, really work out um, nicely if I read them in tangent. For the haters out there. And this is for the people that have haters. Just remember, eighty percent of the people who hear your troubles don't care. And the other twenty percent are glad that you're having them. Yeah. Yeah. And to go hand in hand with that, just to kind of not have it on a, on a bad note, all suffering is caused by being in the wrong place. If you're unhappy where you are, then move. I just think it's those two things together, you know, like I hate to say, and I'm not a cynical person, but yeah, people that are hating on you do want to see you fail. But if you feel unhappy, you just got to get up and you got to move, you know? And that's kind of all I wanted Big to say. Facts. Big facts, man. And that's the thing. They just hate you because they ain't you. Ay- it's rough. It's rough out here, bro. It's rough. Let those snakes do their snaking. But you, focus on you. Keep doing you. Yep. And you're going to sure. succeed, man. Honestly. Yeah. Like, and that's some great advice. While, you, while you're on your road to success, if you don't mind liking, sharing, and subscribing to the channel, we'd really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? We do. <laughs> Didn't uh, I think we got in like a, a decent analytics team now that can see who likes, comments, um, and shares. So thank you to the analytics team. We'll be sure to <laughs> rifle down that list and just see exactly yeah. who's been supporting, who's been doing their bit for the pod. But on, on the real, we really appreciate everything that you guys do, um, being a part of it with the journey. Hopefully we make you laugh a bit. Hopefully we make you think a bit. Um, and all those things. If we don't, come back next week and see if we can do it then. Uh, we, yeah, it's just about having fun and just, yeah, it's been cool. Um, and I think for me, that's a wrap on episode 18. Tev, anything else? I just want to say thank you again. Yeah, if you don't like something that we're doing, let us know. Pop us a DM. You know where to reach us. We have all our social channels below. So catch each and everything that you might have missed out. And if you want to catch up on anything we've done previously, Go to our YouTube, go to our website, you can find everything there. For sure. Thanks again for being with us on this episode, and we'll see you in episode 19. See you later. Peace.